0: Ladies and gentlemen, for another episode of the Here We Go Brownies podcast, I am Allie Heisong coming at you from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Join with me, as always, my wonderful co-host out in Boise, Idaho, Dustin. Dustin, how are we doing, sir?
1: I'm doing great. Weather's great out here. Um, been a pretty darn good week. A lot of crazy action around in the NFL we get to talk about tonight, which is always a pleasure.
0: Always uh, a fun but, you
1: know, It's been a good week, and uh, I hear you've been house hunting, you know, knock on wood, maybe... <sighs> might get a house
0: might just happen might just get a house um put an offer in we've got an offer in we kind of went back and forth couple counter offers so just kind of waiting to see what that looks like um so ladies and gentlemen tonight if you see ally high song over here looking a little flustered it's because i am so a uh, buckle up is going to be a bumpy ride i'm sure but we've got a lot to unpack tonight uh for you guys uh we are going to unveil our top 10 mock draft I've got one Dustin's got one and then join us next week as we go maybe 11 through 20. Um, and as slowly, slowly, but surely get through the, uh, 32 picks in the first round. So uh, that will be coming at you over the course of the next couple of weeks. So stick around. But tonight we are going to go one through 10. We're going to break down what's going on around the NFL. We've got some pro days. We've got some uh, March Madness to talk about. I know that's not in the NFL, but of course we do need to discuss that. Um, But lots going on. We are going to break it down here for you tonight. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, good friends of the program, we want to introduce our new sponsor, if you haven't seen already, Stadium Mustard.
1: Ellie what what is this stuff? What is, it,
0: is this have you have you got some over there too in Boise?
1: Well I hear it's kind of famous in Cleveland been around for
0: yeah I
1: think decades. It is. Uh, you know they serve it at the ballpark in Cleveland there at you uh-huh. know energy um, every grocery store in the Cleveland area. Um, so no we just want to thank our new sponsor Stadium Mustard. Of course you can get it at any Browns game but you can also pick it up at any local retailer there in Cleveland and you can order it online uh check in the comments uh later on in the show we'll tell you how to get that online and order it and get it in your home anywhere you're in the country which absolutely
0: is awesome. you got to get your hands on it so go check them out over at stadium mustard uh new proud partner of the here we go brownies podcast so we're excited to bring them uh to the table uh, so go check them out of course and get yourself some stadium mustard you guys deserve it So Dustin, lots going on right now, especially in the college football world. Uh, Of course, some pro days going on around the league. Uh, You've got your NFL scouts and all these uh, front offices, head coaches headed down to, to, you know, you got uh, Miami had a big pro day. Uh, Alabama, we know Ohio State did some big name schools having their pro days. How about, I mean, Justin Fields running a 4-4 outside of that. I mean, what, what the heck, what the heck's going on? That's pretty fast. fast. I I saw, I read a stat that said that's the fifth fastest quarterback 40 since like the year 2008, 2006, something like that Um, behind Lamar Jackson, Mike Vick. uh, Yeah. Kind of the good, actually, no, Kyler Murray was not on that list.
1: Well, that actually surprises me. because Yes.
0: Pretty- I don't know what he ran uh, at his, at, at the combine for him. I, I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, Justin Fields is on that list of top five, which is just remarkable. Heck of an athlete, Buckeye fans, you know that. Uh, but Dustin, who stood out to you so far?
1: Um, you know, you know, I would say Trevor Lawrence still just kind of sticks out to me. Um, he's ready for the draft. I mean, he's pro day ready from the first time he walked out onto this you know like he's I think he's NFL ready Um, you know that's probably the one person that I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in this top 10 of the draft Um, and we'll get into this a little further kind of some shuffling of the deck (laughs) at the top of the draft Um, so the quarterbacks are going to be the one that I'm going to keep a kind of very watchful eye on including Justin.
0: Well, what do you think about this Mac Jones smoke? Um, you know, there's some rumors out there right now that the 49ers may be interested in taking him th- number three overall. But if you take a look at some of these reports, a lot of people don't have him ranked really in the top 30 in terms of their big board. Um, yes. Some smoke, I don't know. And even I'm going to throw a name at you like a Trey Lance. Um, I, I don't know. I think you get a surefire thing or a next to surefire thing in somebody like a Justin Fields who's, I, I mean, I've, I've seen him play a lot. He's got what it takes is he needs some development. Yeah, but who doesn't? Uh, I, I would be shocked to see the 49ers move all the way up to three to take somebody like a Mac Jones.
1: Well, they say this, no team franchises, no franchise basically mortgages their entire future. Right. To go up to number three and draft an offensive tackle or <laughs> <A> wide receiver, cornerback. <laughs> I mean, if, and we'll get into this, but man, what the Niners gave away, you don't right. go to. Three. If you and here's what I also think it says: the Niners are comfortable, very, very comfortable in any of those three quarterbacks because I think they know um, possibly what maybe the Falcons may be thinking at four, and that's exactly why they went to three, and they feel very comfortable because they know they'll have the pick of the litter of one of those three quarterbacks on the board. At number, are you
0: are you shocked that maybe? You know, maybe they did pick up the phone and call the Jets, but are you shocked that they moved up to number three? Because at that point in time, I think all all signs are pointing to the Jets probably taking Zach Wilson number two overall. But what if that's a smokescreen and they they pull a a fast one?
1: I don't even think it is a smokescreen. So if I'm correct, the Jets' new head coach is from the 49ers. Am I correct.
0: Right. Robert Sala. Yeah, he's the yeah. defensive coordinator. Exactly. Uh, the
1: so my thought is they already know there's a relationship there they i think know already what the jets are going to do and that's when they made their move i have a feeling
0: uh, here's the thing though i don't think anybody knows what they're going to do including the teams that are making that selection until push comes to shove i mean outside of jacksonville at this point in time but even the jets right now keeping in mind that you have you still have sam darnold on the books you still have mm-hmm. you still have him ready to go who some have said that they've picked up, picked up the phone and, and took some calls in terms of trades for Sam Darnold. But at this point in time, all signs are still pointing to yeah. he could be their quarterback in 2021.
1: Well, here's the problem. The Jets are in a weird position. So, um, yeah, I mean, here's the problem with that. Like, the Jets have a lot of needs, right? We know that. Quarterback is just one of them. If you can move down and and do you think Sam Darnold's your guy, to your point, Nope. Yep you need a lot of other things, you know what I mean? Like, and maybe you should ride the pine with him for a while. There's a lot of needs there. And if they can pick up two or three extra picks to solidify uh, both sides of the ball, I mean, that's, that's what a GM's job is, right? Not to, so...
0: Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting. We're going to get into some draft talk here in the second segment of the program tonight. Uh, but before we do so, we want to give a good uh, shout out to our good friends at OnlyInCleave.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you need your official Here We Go, pod- or Here We Go, Brownie's podcast hat, t shirt, long sleeve shirt, sweatshirt, whatever you need, you can go check them out, OnlyInCleave.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Dustin's got it on uh, tonight. And I think, I think, guys, you'd look good in it. Go get you one. You'd look well, great.
1: How about all over? Gotta fans- have it. How about all of our fans that were posting the hats that they bought? They're going to wear their t-shirt tonight when they're watching the show. I Got thought it. that was pretty cool. So, hey, all of you that are watching tonight, thank you. Share the program. Like it. Let's get our audience bigger. We love you. Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's talk about uh, the 17th game. Browns are going to be taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, The NFL and NFLPA agreed on that. Finally, uh, officially official um, that there will be a 17th game in the regular season. So Dustin, what do you think about that? And what do you think about that matchup that the Browns are going to have this year?
1: Well, One of my good friends is a he's from Arizona. He's a Cardinals fan. And I said, you ready to pack your bags? You ready to go to Cleveland? He was, he was hoping it was in Arizona, but there, you know, nobody yeah, knew. it.
0: same. saying yeah. that would have been a nice little trip.
1: Yeah. I always like, I like warmth. That's fine. I'll take yeah, it. Send
0: me out there. Um, I'll go.
1: He even said, well, if it's in December, I'm not going to Cleveland to watch the Cardinals and the Browns, but uh, yeah. you, here's the thing. It's going to be a great game. I even mentioned to him, it's got all the makings of a Thursday slash Sunday, Monday night football game. It's Kyler Murray versus Baker Mayfield 2.0. of that revenge game. I think it I think it's a very interesting game. I think it's a very competitive game. And I think it'll be a very watchable game. And I think it's kind of a fun game. Now, with that said, I think we got one of the better draws out of the NFC West. Seahawks are always going to be a tough out. We know that. Um so I think we can play competitive and win that game at home.
0: Yeah. I mean I much rather would uh (laughs) cut out to Arizona if I'm being perfectly honest. But no I do like the matchup. I do. I think I think taking a look at our schedule. Um, you've got some tough ones on there. You've got some ones that you're know, like, you know, maybe a toss-up, um, but I, I do like that matchup. And of course, Browns fans, we finally get to see J.J. Watt in Cleveland. That'll be fun for us. Um, but no, I I, I do agree. Um, what bothers me about the 17th game, though, is because, is because it's not symmetrical. Like, I loved the math of it with the 32 teams and the, just the way it broke up evenly with 16 games and you could play... You know, a couple of different divisions, and it was four games in that division. It just added up. Yeah.
1: Now, they did take away a preseason game. So it kind of keeps. Correct.
0: Correct. So, in terms of the actual players, it doesn't really change anything too much. But for me as a fan, just the symmetry of the schedule. Bothers me a little bit.
1: Well, you like alignment, Ali. We know you like. I do yeah.
0: like alignment. That is true.
1: So I am Ali Alignment High Song. It's Lyman-Hysel. not an even number. I get it. Um, no. What's interesting? I saw this meme that just made me laugh, and our Browns fans will appreciate this. It says Browns fans all clapping and rejoicing when the team goes 0 and 17 this year. So then we won't be the worst team ever. Because that's true. So I thought that was kind of funny. Like 0 and 17. We're you know there is a team that's actually been worse than us, but that's Um,
0: true
1: yeah but no i think it'll be a fun you know what i like Allie. you know speaking of warmth i think we talked about this is a game that we kind of circled on our calendar that we'd like to go to is the justin herbert baker mayfield matchup against the chargers in la you know that would be a great game to go to um on the west coast and i think you'll get a ton of browns fans that go to that game
0: so dustin let's do this now this isn't on our sheet our script right now um to do but i'm going to throw this at you so uh let's pivot on air here but let's let's actually run through the schedule let's let's do a way too early schedule game. Let's go. Um, I'm just going to go off of uh, uh, fbschedules.com. Of course, we don't know when these are being played. And really, <laughs> no, we, don't yes, have- we don't know the dates, of course, but I'm just going to go what they have listed here. Um, you tell me win loss, and then of course, we'll do this as we get closer to the season, of course. Uh, but Right now, let's run through this. Right, real um, quick,
1: who predicted the exact win schedule of the Browns last year?
0: You know what? I think I think you did. I think <laughs> you did. Uh, so we'll give you that credit. We'll give you that shout out. But let's run through this real quick, Dustin. Um, and I won't hold you to this. This is not your official prediction. But just Fair. as we sit here, the last day of March, let's run through this. Way too early schedule game. Uh, so first and foremost, at Baltimore. Boo. Week one.
1: Well, we don't know if it'll be week one,
0: right? I know. I'm just off of here. Let's just I'm, let's just assume whatever they have here.
1: Okay. Um, Baltimore. You know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little. I'm kind of pissed, and I think the Browns team is pissed because mm-hmm. if you think about it, that's the one team that we haven't kind of been able to knock out, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go win because we've done it before. We've won in oh, Baltimore. But my thing is, I think we actually, you know, there's a lot of. Per- pronosticators out there that the Browns kind of edged up a little bit ahead of the Ravens in the division as far as strength with our defense. So I'm going to go Browns and a squeaker at Baltimore. Close game, but we win it.
0: Um, So I'm actually going to go, I'm going to, I think we split with the Ravens this year. Um, And I'm going to give us a win at home. So this first one here at Baltimore, I will give them the loss there Uh, either way. Either way, um, but I'm going to go with a loss here um, at Cincinnati.
1: You know, they did, they haven't got better. And I, to your point, they kind of screwed up in free agency a little yep. bit. I'm going to go win at Cincinnati Yeah, We're a, I mean, a better football team. And we got better b- defense. Yeah. I'm going to go win.
0: As it stands right now, as the rosters are currently constructed, if we were to play right now, I don't think it's even remotely close. Um, I think the Browns got significantly better. And to be honest with you, I think the, the Bengals took a, Decent step back without being yeah. able to pr- uh, provide protection to Joe Burrow.
1: Burrow's coming back either, so yep. that's a big yeah, question. Okay,
0: next on the list here is Baltimore again. Um, I'm gonna just go ahead and hand them. Uh, this is where I give them a, a win. This is at home, First Energy Stadium. I'm gonna give them a win here. We split with Baltimore,
1: and I'm gonna go with the sweep of Baltimore here. Okay, go yep. I
0: like that. I like that. Uh, again, Cincinnati
1: sweep. I mean, just Same. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh
1: uh home or away we're home, we
0: home i'm sorry uh
1: home we went at home
0: yep yep agreed agreed um denver at home
1: oh win definitely yep.
0: Yeah, I think I think Denver right now, again, as their roster is currently constructed, if we were to play, I know that's not the game if we were to play right now. But if we were, um, I don't trust Drew Locke uh, to lead them really on a, on a deep run here. I think they've got a
1: missing pieces. Too. They do.
0: I think they've got a good they've got good offensive weapons, especially in the wide receiver core. I think they've got a good tight end room don't love their defense um they've got a defense they've got a defensive head coach but i don't think they have a ton of good defensive pieces so i'm i'm gonna go brown's win here um let's move on another home game against the las vegas raiders
1: oh man this is a team that's so all over the board Um, i know i'm gonna say they beat us last year we get them back again Um, again revenge game Players remember this and they beat them. It'll be a close. I think it'll be very competitive, but it'll be a close win for the Browns.
0: I think this will be an ugly win. Um, okay,
1: that's good. Yeah.
0: I say that because anytime that we play the Raiders, it's never a pretty, pretty game, um, whether it's weather related or a couple of years ago with the officials and the whole spot thing. Let's not get into that, but it's never, an, it's never a pretty thing, um, but I am going to go revenge. I'm with you there. That is a win over the Raiders. How about the Chicago bears at home?
1: Bears don't scare me yeah Bears yeah, not don't. at
0: all not yeah. even remotely not even remotely yep um Detroit Lions at home
1: oh they de- well let's see they got Goff now new head coach I think that's a win I think it's a win uh,
0: yeah I think I think Detroit could be sneaky this year I don't think they're going to be yeah. good um I think they could be sneaky a team that can beat you
1: you get six to eight wins they're yeah
0: yeah win. mm, maybe 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 a, a five six six win team here um let's go at green bay
1: no that's i'm gonna that's as much as much as i hate to say it that's a that's a that's an l that's a lambo (laughs) and let me tell you why it's just i don't know aaron Rodgers. they've gotten a little better in free agency they've re-signed some guys i just i don't know i think they want to get back to the super bowl so they're going to be super serious i mean they want to i'm going to go Green Bay's winning this game. I don't know. I don't think it'll be a blowout by any means, but I think uh, it'll be a competitive game for the Browns, but I think they lose.
0: You know, if I look at this schedule, if any of these stick out to me as, oh, that will be a primetime game, I think it's going to be that one. Oh, Um, Browns versus Packers in Lambeau. Doesn't that just have like Monday night football written all over it?
1: I've told you many times, my dream Super Bowl is the Packers versus the Browns, two old school teams. Go after it. I mean, that would be. Can you imagine? Oh, Rogers versus Baker Mayfield?
0: No, I, I I can't. But I I I do agree. Um, I'm going to hand the Browns a, a loss here. Um, Houston Texans at home.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I don't even know if Deshaun Watson is going to be playing quarterback um, at, at any level in the National Football League if win next year. Um, I think that's a win for the Browns.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're hot garbage. I think they're.
1: You've Hot made a to the Texans before, as <laughs> you
0: I hate them. I hate what they've done. I hate what they're doing. I hate we where they're going.
1: We you, Terrence Mitchell. We wish- no, of
0: course, Ter- Terrence Money Mitchell. We love you and wish you all the best. <laughs> but in terms of what the Texans have done this year and what where their trajectory is headed, I hate it. Um, love it for us Browns fans because I give us a win here um, at Kansas City Chiefs.
1: Well, only I got to see that very up and close yes. a couple months ago, and let me tell you. It's a tough place to win any football game. I'm going to give us a, I'm going to give us an L, but maybe a W in the playoffs later if we have to play. Oh, game.
0: interesting. I'm actually going to go win here. Um, I think that they go into this in Arrowhead with a little, full fuel, uh, ready to go. A little chip on their shoulder, mm-hmm. knowing what happened uh, in the postseason oh, this past year. Yeah. yeah, almost a revenge game. Um, I'm going to go win in Arrowhead.
1: Also, um, by the way, a nice. Primetime possibility. Yep,
0: that's another one. That's another one there. There's actually quite a few on here, Dustin, that that scream
1: primetime prime prime.
0: here. Um, at Los Angeles Chargers.
1: Ah, well, I'm going to be going to this game, so it'll be a close. Allie, I think I invited you to go to this game. Close win on the road. Um, I think it'll be a duel back and forth between Baker and Herbert, but I think this could be a fun, entertaining game. Uh, but I think the Browns defense pick off him late in the game and uh, we seal the win. That's how I see that one coming.
0: Yeah, I think this is a win also. Uh, you know, you've got two solid young um, quarterbacks going head to head, almost in a shootout. But if I had to take uh, just the rosters on paper, I'm going to go Browns here. I think this one could be a toss up. Chargers are a team that can and will beat you. But I think with a new head coach, um, maybe a new offensive scheme, things like that, there may be some confusion here. I'm going to go win um, at SoFi. Um, at New England Patriots, Dustin.
1: So do you think Cam Newton will be the starter? Do you feel? Or what's your Yeah, what's your...
0: I do. Just if, like today, let's just say, let's just say the Patriots run it out there today. Yes, Cam Newton's the starter.
1: Here's the weird thing. I think this is one, again, it's Bill Belichick. still Bill Belichick. They got, they signed a crap ton of people, Allie. I think we lose this in a close one. I think this is one that we lose in a close one just because, you know, Bill Belichick plays a little chess match. I don't know. I just, that's my, my gut. Um, It's a winnable game for us, but somehow we just don't pull it out.
0: I think if this one was in Cleveland, I'd feel comfortable saying win. Yeah, I agree. But I, I'm going to agree with you here and probably go loss. Um, Now the Patriots, they had a wild free agency. I'm not sure that they got a lot better um, but I think that they went out. They made a ton of moves. Bill Belichick has a chip on his shoulder this year to go out and prove his his yeah. worth um, <laughs> like he even needs to do that, which is a crazy thought, but I, I do think that they are going to be a more competitive team this year. I'm going to give them the win. Um, at Minnesota, oh. homecoming game for coach Kevin Stefanski.
1: This will be interesting, right? Like He's going back to where he played 15 years, so I almost sometimes think these coaches get a little nostalgic like hey i'm back here you know for the first time i don't know like i could see this being one of those oddly weird games that goes into overtime and the browns win it um i'm assuming cousins is still gonna be the starter there i would think so Um, yeah um i'm gonna go Browns squeak out a a close one on the road here i think they squeak out a close one
0: yeah i'm gonna go browns win here as well um i think Kevin Stefanski just speaking of chip on his shoulder I don't think he's going to go in there uh with an ego or anything like that no. but he's got he's got a little bit to prove it's his homecoming he wants to show out and I think uh, I, I think that Kurt Cousins is efficient he's okay mm-hmm. um, but I think what we've done on defense is going to be a nightmare for somebody like a Kurt That's Cousins yeah. um, so I'm going to go Browns here just I, I think maybe at this point in the season they're really getting things rolling um obviously we don't know when this will be but I, i'm just the way that we have it stacked here I, I don't know i think they've got things rolling they've got something to prove i'm going to go browns win in a in a uh decent fashion it's okay. it, it's a it's a it's a good game um all right at pittsburgh
1: this is one that i think we lose at pittsburgh okay. i think they to our thing like we obviously we play the Steelers good at home mm-hmm. um, again they're going to have a little bit of chip on their shoulder again totally different Situation, full stands probably right. Yeah. Pittsburgh with the with the terrible towels out and about. Um, I think close game again, but the Browns lose this when They split with the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: So you split with the Steelers. I split with the Ravens. I'm going to go sweep over the Steelers. Um, yeah. I think that again, Browns is the Browns, right? Browns fans. I think we go into Heinz Field with a lot to prove, a um, lot of emotion there on the line. Browns go in and they win in a very impressive fashion. Uh, oh. And last but not least Arizona Cardinals
1: oh when when but again I to my earlier uh, discussion on that close competitive game it'll be entertaining um, I think Kyler Murray and you know Baker mayfield know each other very well for many years they have a good relationship uh, they probably find this fun to kind of go after each other um, I know they always make a bet when they play each other so it'll be it'll be a fun spirited game but I think the Browns can pull it out um you know it'll be interesting to see how <laughs> Baker Mayfield does against JJ Watt. You know that'll be kind of an interesting matchup. You know, hey, we wanted you, but you didn't come to us. So, but yeah. So what's that? What's that give me? Oh, is that five eleven and five again? Oh no, we have an extra.
0: Um, hang on. I'll let me count that out here in a second. Um, I've got. Uh, I think this game could be a little bit of a toss up. I'm going win. I am. I think. I think the Browns can beat anybody on the schedule. I'm being perfectly transparent, honest to God. I think that we have the roster. We have all the pieces in place. We've got the coaching staff in place. I think that they can be anybody convincingly. Anybody that we just named convincingly,
1: if they if they bring their A game. Sorry.
0: If they bring their A game, of course, of co- yeah. and of course, it depends on whether it depends. There's so many factors that go into it. Well, and it, hoping that COVID's not a thing, right at that point in time. I mean, it'll right. still be a thing, but hopefully, it's not as impactful as it was this year, where you have uh, you go into New York Jets and you don't have an entire receiving crew, or you go. Into a playoff game, and you don't have your head coach. So, you know, I, assuming that those factors are eliminated, I think that this is a win over the Arizona Cardinals. But, but, I think this could be a, a close, close but fun game.
1: No, I agree with that.
0: All right. Um. So that's fun, fun little game there.
1: What did that give us? Like a. Uh, let's see.
0: So I had one, two, three. Twelve and five. No, twelve. Five, six, seven, eight. What?
1: I think it only we only had four losses in there. Twelve.
0: Ooh, I think I had him going fourteen and two. Oof.
1: Well, I well, I had him losing to, to the Chiefs. Yep, and I had him losing to Green Bay. I had him losing to the Steelers.
0: No, I'm sorry, I'm not fourteen and two. I would be because um, I had I had him losing to the Packers, the Patriots, Ravens. I had him losing three.
1: You have them at 13 yeah. and four,
0: yes. like yes.
1: me, 13 and four. Okay. Right? Am I doing the yeah. math right? Whether you're unaligned.
0: No, 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 no. I'm 14 and three.
1: So I'm 13 and four because yes. I had yeah 13. Yes.
0: And okay. All right. Hey, either way, sign me up for that. That, that sounds like a fun season. That sounds like a fun season. So yeah, uh, all of you that are still with us, drop your uh, way too early, way, way, way too early um, Brown's schedule predictions here in the comments. Um, All right, Dustin, let's get into it. Let's have a little bit of fun here on the program, get into the second segment. But before we do so, we want to encourage you to go check out our friends at OnlyInCleave.com and, of course, our good friends at Stadium Mustard. Trust me, guys, you need both of these things. You need them. Just take my word for it. You need it. Um, Dustin, let's get into uh, some mock draft situations here. So what we've done is I've constructed my top 10 mock draft. Dustin has his. We're just going to go through it. Um, And see who we have picking at each uh, at each um, team here. There are no trades, no trades. This is as is as it's currently constructed. So we do have the 49ers picking third overall, because of course, that trade did happen. Uh, So we're going to go with whatever is currently in place in the NFL. No trades at this point in time. Um, All right, Dustin, let's get into it here. Um, I will kick it off with you. Uh, Number one overall pick is Jacksonville Jaguars and you are on the clock, sir.
1: I'm on the clock. I'm listening to a lot of phone chatter and the rings, but with the first overall pick, I want to change my franchise for the next decade and more. I'm going with Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback out of Clemson.
0: Yep. Yep. Agreed. um, <laughs> um I know that makes for terrible podcasting, but listen, listen, um, When you have somebody like this, generational talent, I don't think you even hesitate. I don't think that they are. I don't even think they field a call. They don't even listen. Um, Here's the thing, guys. You are nothing in the NFL without a quarterback. Browns fans, we know that all too well. We've waited on our guy forever. Jacksonville has been waiting on their guy. They've got it. Make the move. Just make the move. Uh, So I have them taking Trevor Lawrence as well out of Clemson. Okay, number two uh the new york jets dustin who do you have
1: uh the new york jets do what the new york jets do they surprise people Mm. and they're like what did they just do with the second overall pick the new york jets take jalen waddle the wide receiver out of alabama and they're sticking with sam darnold and they're giving him weapons
0: they want jalen waddle
1: wide receiver out of alabama
0: Huh.
1: Huh. I was a toss-up with, you know, Chase out of LSU, but I went Waddle.
0: Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, interesting. You know, I think that's what they do. Um, At that point in time, you never know what's going to happen in the draft. Anything can happen, and that's kind of the fun of it. Um, On my big board, I don't have um, Jalen Waddle as my number one wide receiver prospect. I'd probably go Jamar Chase here. I think he's the most NFL-ready um and I I like Devontae Smith I know he's got a size situation he's not as uh he's a skinny little guy but if he could put on some weight I think he's absolutely dynamic but hey you never know what's going to happen in the NFL draft I've got the uh New York Jets going Zach Wilson number two overall um out of BYU I don't think Sam Darnold is the guy I think prior to draft night they move off of Sam Darnold you've got teams like uh the Chicago Bears, uh, the Denver Broncos that could be interested, uh, the Washington football team, somebody like that could be interested in a Sam Darnold in his services. You can get him relatively cheap. Um, and I say that because uh, John Elway absolutely loved Sam Darnold coming out, of, uh, coming out of college a couple of years ago. I don't know. I don't think Sam Darnold is the guy for the New York Jets. I think that they've got that in Zach Wilson, who's incredibly talented, big arm, very athletic uh, and would fit the scheme up there in New York. So Interesting. Interesting. Okay, Dustin, I'll turn it over to you. You're on the clock as the GM of, as the, GM of the San Francisco 49ers.
1: Well, I'm Lynch. Here I go. I'm going to make my pick. I uh, live in the West. I love the West. So I'm absolutely all in on Zach Wilson, quarterback at a BYU, pro style offense, looks NFL ready. I like his intangibles. His character is not an issue for me. I'm ready to pick him at number three to be the quarterback of the future to go along with the greats of Joe Montana, Steve Young, and the next, I actually had this conversation with a Niners fan in my office and he goes, yeah, it's time to go get our next Hall of Fame quarterback. So um, Zach's got a lot of great things, I think so.
0: Yeah, I think if you're sitting here as the 49ers number three overall, you don't give up all you just gave up to draft a tight end (laughs) or anything like that. Um, While Kyle Pitts is incredibly talented, I don't think they go in that direction here. Um, If Zach Wilson is available for them, yeah, I think they would pull the trigger there. But in my mock draft, that is not the case. So I have them going with Justin Fields, uh, the quarterback out of Ohio State. I think he would be absolutely dynamic in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Uh, We do know that Kyle Shanahan was enthralled with Deshaun Watson if he would have had the Capital to possibly make that move um, but I think that they go with Justin Fields I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy um, could he be the starter come week one possibly but as soon as he goes on maybe a maybe a little injury uh, which unfortunately is always the case for him or he goes on a little bit of a losing streak I think out there in the Bay Area they are going to be adamant to get their young prospect in there. And I'm going to go with Justin Fields here. I think he's a perfect fit. There is some smoke out there right now regarding who they're going to go with, whether it's a Trey Lance um, or, or a Penesal or somebody like that. But I do have them going Justin Fields. We know how good he is. It's just a matter of getting him in the right system. And I think uh, San Francisco would be a beautiful system for her, for him to be in. Okay. Uh, Number four, overall, it's the Atlanta Falcons. Dustin, who are you going with here?
1: Well, I'm shaking up the draft because that's what we do maddie ice getting a little old a little long on the tooth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at number four the falcons do a little shocker and they take justin fields quarterback out of ohio state right here yeah and now all your quarterbacks are off the board i mean <laughs> i mean the top three quarterbacks are off the board
0: well i guess that's Depends where they have them. Um, I, yeah, I think I think if he's available at number four, they they wouldn't hesitate in making that move. Um, he's from Georgia, 20 minutes down the road, be a great fit there. Uh, I do agree. Matty Ice might be coming to the end of the road there in Atlanta. kind of getting a little redundant out there, he'd be a great fit there. But in my mock draft, um, Justin Fields is off the board. I could see them going quarterback, but if their guy is gone, I think that they probably go the next skill position player. And I've got them going actually, Kyle Pitts, um, uh, the tight end out of Florida, who is absolutely electric, incredibly explosive, um, just a tremendously dynamic player who I think could thrive in that system. Uh, With Calvin Ridley, even a Julio Jones out there, you put somebody like him out there uh, that's That could be dangerous. You give Matty Ace another year with another solid, solid weapon, it, it could be fun to watch. Uh, so I've got them going Kyle Pitts here.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, number five, the Cincinnati Bengals are on the clock. Dustin, who do you have?
1: Well, they learned a very valuable lesson in 2020 when they didn't protect their quarterback. Mm-hmm. So with the fifth overall pick, Sewell from the offensive tackle of Oregon is sitting there, and finally you start addressing and protecting your quarterback yeah which you have invested your entire future on yep
0: yep I agree I also have uh the Bengals going Penesul here um I, I think that there's a couple decent tackles out there it's not anything like the 2020 draft class where you had top four you know the top top tackles there really going in the top 15 um but I do think that Penesul uh Slater out of Northwestern is fantastic but I'm going to go uh, give the edge to Penesul here you've you have, you have to protect Joe Burrow. You absolutely have to protect him. Um, yeah, I've got them going. Panay who's a great prospect here. Okay, next up, we've got the Miami Dolphins on the clock. Dustin, who do you have?
1: You know, um, they've kind of made it apparent they want to go with Tua. They want to stick with him. Uh, the best way to make your quarterback better is give him weapons. So I'm going with Jamar Chase, the wide receiver out of LSU here at pick number six.
0: Yep, I do too. Um, I think he would be explosive, especially in this offense. You got a Will Fuller down there uh, that can take the top off the defense, uh, Jamar Chase. Um, I think he's my number one wide receiver prospect who is the most NFL ready. If he were to come into the league tomorrow, I think he could make a day one impact. Uh, I completely agree here. He's I I, kind of had a toss-up here, Dustin. I know uh, Joe Burrow's been kind of advocating for the Bengals to take a Jamar Chase because he had such a great chemistry with him at LSU. Uh, But I think the most important thing for the Bengals to do is protect their young quarterback. Uh, So I've got the Miami Dolphins taking Jamar Chase, which would be, that'd be nice. That'd be nice for them. All right, next up on the list, we've got the Detroit Lions. Dustin, what do you have?
1: They need a lot of help, right, Ellie? (laughs) So, um, you know, the one thing, here's the thing. Um, they do have Goff there Um, I think they kind of go offense here to try to give him some weapons I'm going to go with Kyle Pitts the tight end out of Florida here um, to give him some some weapons right you know obviously they're probably going to have him as their starter um, and they're going to try to make him as successful as possible so that's who I go with the uh, seventh overall pick
0: it's, it's interesting, um, especially with the departure of um, of uh, Kenny Galladay. I think that they absolutely need offensive help. It'd be interesting if they did go tight end here because they did take uh, TJ Hawkinson a couple of years ago, who's kind of their their number one tight end. Um, but they've got Tyrell Williams. They've got DeAndre Swift, um, Quintus Cephas. I think they absolutely have to go wide receiver here uh, because who are you going to throw the ball to? Quintasivas. I, I don't think he's your number one uh, target. Um, so I've got them taking Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Uh, mm. Oh man, that would just be, it really, it's kind of a, it's kind of a toss up there um, between a Jalen Waddle or a Devontae Smith. Right. I, it, just for me, I have them going Devontae Smith. I just, I, I think he fits that, that system just a little bit better um, and give Jared Goff more of a big target downfield uh so that's what i've got all right next up we've got the carolina panthers they need some help too dustin who do you have them going with
1: you know man. so this one i'm kind of all over the place because I was kind of like man who do they go with i mean they need help everywhere so i was thinking you know i think i think they go defense i think i think they try to they try to go defense here and i'm gonna go uh Micah Parsons the linebacker out of Penn State he's dropped all the way to, to here a lot of people have him in their top five yeah. I think they go with him i think the Panthers take him here at number eight
0: i I honestly think that they need a little bit more offensive help and i honestly think that they need a quarterback um, they've got Teddy Bridgewater there but,
1: I like Teddy. That's why I, I, do.
0: I like Teddy too. I do. Um, but is he the long term option? No. I think that maybe they can go get somebody who is more of a raw prospect to sit behind a Teddy, learn, develop a little bit, and then maybe be the starter next year. So I have them go in Trey Lance here, um, who has a big arm, explosive talent. Um yeah, yeah big big time talent, but still needs a little bit of development. Right. I think you put him in this system. Uh I, I think that would that would be a good fit. Um but I agree, they could go Micah Parsons here, but, they, but they've been addressing defense the past couple of drafts. I think they need to start focusing a little bit more on the offense, um, you know, give Teddy a little bit of help, um, give Christian McCaffrey a little bit of help. So I've got them going developmental, Trey Lance here. Okay. Okay, next two, we've got Broncos.
1: Broncos, you know. I You know, if they're going to run with Locke, I think they got to protect him. I'm going to go Christian Derrison, um, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern. I think they need to protect I, – I think they need to work on their offensive line. I mean, I saw – I watched some Denver games, um, but that's who I'm going to go with here.
0: Who, who do you have them taken?
1: I believe it's Christian Darrison, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Right there. I don't have the name right. Uh,
0: so the the big tackle out of Northwestern um, is Rashawn Slater. Um, I don't know. I mean I, I could be wrong there, but but either way, no, yeah.
1: No, that's you're right. I read it wrong. It is Slater out of offensive tackle out of Northwestern. Okay. My bad. So yes, yes, yeah. that's, that's who I have. Sorry, I looked I misread there. I had the different player. My bad. Yep.
0: Um yeah, I, I think that the Broncos, they like I mentioned earlier, they've got some they've got some offensive weapons. Uh, especially in the wide receiver and tight end room. I, I think they have that. I still think that they need to address the quarterback position, but let's just say that maybe they could go out and get a Sam Darnold, who I think would be a very good fit out there. Um, I think with a defensive head coach, they need some more help on the defense. In my mock draft, I have Micah Parsons falling to them here at nine, and I think they, they solidify that pick. Um, they still have Von Miller, who's explosive. They've got a Bradley Chubb, who's explosive on that defensive line. But if they can get an off-ball linebacker, Micah Parsons is absolutely electric. He's a speedy linebacker. He's got everything you need. He's a, kind of that freak style of athlete. Um, I agree that they, they do need some help here. So I've got them going Micah Parsons. Yeah. And last but not least, number 10 overall in our Here We Go Brownies podcast mock draft, the Cowboys are on the clock.
1: Their defense was garbage last season so yep. they need help when we talk about this i always take the top off of defense i think they take caleb farley the cornerback out of virginia tech here to to fix you
0: have you have him as your number one cornerback prospect
1: that's I, I did a little research allie and i have caleb farley
0: okay t- me. tell me about your research then why did you go go in this direction
1: speed he's really good like I, i'm when you look at speed like we talk about speed all the time i like him because of his speed. I think he brings speed and I, and quite honestly, I watched a few Dallas Cowboys games. They got tore up. You know what I mean? They like just, I don't know. That's just my, I, are you thinking more Patrick Sertain out of Alabama? Is that yeah, He ran
0: a four, um, four. So I, I would go, if, if we're talking about speed, I'd probably go Patrick Sertain. Uh, he ran a four, four, and that's actually who I have them taking. He's okay. by, far and away. Uh, I think the number one overall cornerback prospect um, we, we talk about, uh, we talk about speed, and I think that's important. You have to have somebody that can be a lockdown corner. Uh, their, their defense was absolute trash, absolute trash. Uh, they absolutely have to address this position, and I think that Patrick Sertain is clear-cut, hands down, far and away the best corner in this draft class. Um, I think a J.C. Horn is probably second, uh, just in my eyes, just in my not, eyes.
1: You don't even Farley that high up then, huh?
0: No, I've got him probably as my two-and-a-half to three prospect, if okay. we're talking corners. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. I could be way off here, but just based off of speed, I do think that Patrick Sertain, um, is, is probably the way I could see them going. He just kind of fits the, the Cowboys scheme. He just fits their presence, their identity. So that's kind of what I have them going here.
1: And here's um, my take on it as well. Cause I did kind of, I know some people internally with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to take the flashy players either. That's not their MO. Um, when it comes to positions. And that's why I think they look a little deeper. Yeah. Scouts, but that's just my no, take.
0: Hey, hey, I take that back. I take that back. You are correct. You are correct. Um, Caleb Farley was was actually faster. He ran a four two eight. Not a, I. I had that mixed up. So uh, my apologies there. You are correct in terms of speed. Uh, I Caleb thought he was Farley.
1: super fast because yes. I was. Yes. you are correct. Yeah.
0: Yep, you are right.
1: And I'm um, I- he ran a four two i was like yeah they need to get a speech around the back
0: end no i i do agree and speed is important and we talk about speed all the time it, it is the the, deter, the determining factor and i'm going to get into this here in a second when we talk about the linebackers but speed is important but if we're talking about corners i think lockdown is a little bit more probably what they need um especially in that system so my apologies there you are correct um all right let's actually talk about this i want to talk about what we've talked about in the past, the, the positions of value that the, that the Browns hold. And we've talked about, you know, it's not quite off-ball linebacker. And I know that a lot of people are like kind of upset about that. And I want to I provide some clarification here because I agree. <laughs> I agree of the importance of the off-ball linebacker position, but based off of what the Browns have done previously, it's it's just not an area that they really attack and perpetually, it seems like they are going to be taking an off-ball linebacker in the third or fourth round every single year. It's just who they are going to be. That's I would be shocked. Good. Now, here's the thing. J.O.K., Jeremiah Usa koromoa if they could get him at number 26, overall, that off-ball, speed, linebacker, hybrid kind of guy would fit perfectly in this system. So I don't want anybody to take that out of context because I would love that all day, every day. But I'm not sure if he's going to be there.
1: So let me uh Baron, the linebacker out of Ohio State. Yeah, your, Baron Browning. What's your take on him?
0: if I'm being honest with you, I, I kind of thought it was a little early for him to come out. Um
1: Okay.
0: I, I think he's got all the intangibles. He's got everything you need. Uh but if honestly, Dustin, if if we're talking Ohio State linebackers, he's he's kind of a raw talent. He needs development. I don't know if he has the instinct. If we're talking instinct, and I wanna get into that that important word here in a second, in terms of the linebacker position, I would go more towards a Pete Warner, who's a run stopper who can cover tight ends, things like that. So let's talk about the word instinct. Cause I actually, uh, I had a conversation earlier with my good friend, Dr. U, Drew Young, um, and we got into this and I'm gonna highlight something that he said, cause it was just, I'm like, why why haven't I thought of this? This is brilliant. Um, hang on, I'm actually gonna go back, but go back and find the text here you know, we were talking about the importance of the linebacking position and just the overall intelligence of the Mike linebacker. And, you know, one thing that I said was, you know, Joe Woods wants to run the three safety look. And in that you might have somebody like a John Johnson be your play caller on the defense. Mm -hmm. So that's what we talk about the value there. They value corners, safeties and pass rush. Not as much of an emphasis there in the linebacking room, but we're talking about schematics here, taking away from the identity of, of their overall scheme. You know, he said, basically, if Miles Garrett, whether it comes to stopping the run or anything like that, if he fills your gap sooner than you do as an off-ball Mike linebacker, you are doing something wrong. Hmm. And I'm like, think about that. Think about that. So we talked about Sianni Taki, Taki Mac Wilson, who still have a lot of development to do in building their overall instinct. I think you bring in an Anthony Walker who has that mentality. He's smart. He's got the intellect. He knows how to read, sure. um, read the offense. Filling the gap, if Miles Garrett gets there before you do as a linebacker, you are incorrect. You're wrong.
1: Right, because he doesn't have the resistance that Miles Garrett does, clearly. So if your linebacker doesn't get up into that position –
0: well, if you're li- if you're if you're a linebacker and you're not recognizing what's happening right there in front of you, if you yeah. don't have that instinct, right. Right. Miles Garrett can get off his block and fill that gap before you do. That's the issue. So we were just going back and forth on the overall importance the- of the intelligence of that position.
1: Yeah, you don't have the instinct, right? That's the whole idea, you know. Like, um, but yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting to see how they play that out. But yep. um, yeah, yeah, it is a good.
0: I know. It's a good point. I'm like, you know, I'm going to bring that up. That's, that's, that's really interesting. So uh, just if if you're right now, I know we're going to get into who they're going to pick at 26 overall, but assuming you're, you're Andrew Barry, you're about to make a pick who you going with. Oh man. And this changes on a weekly basis for me. So I think we're going to continue to ask this question every week.
1: (laughs) Okay. If he's available. Okay. I've done some research. Jalen Phillips, the edge out of Miami. Okay. Why? Just watching some some of his film and stuff. Like he looks like. Again, we've already kind of filled that need, but if we're going to build the depth on the line, I like his. Like I like his play. I just he's quick. You know, he gets off the ball pretty quick. So would he
0: be? Would he be your number one edge prospect?
1: He would be based on this, and I was looking to some other ones. Um, Who's another one that came to mind here? Um, because you know. Uh, is it Quiddy Pay out, out of Michigan?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think he's available. Right. So I kind of like took him off the board. because okay. I'm a, let's,
0: let's assume though. Let's assume though that that oh, you have your he, pick of the litter. Yeah.
1: Quitty yeah. Pay yeah.
0: all day. Long. Yeah.
1: Pay all day long if he's uh-huh. available. And then that'll piss off every Browns fan because he played in Michigan. Right. But to whatever. hell
0: with that. Yeah. Right. To hell with it. Right. Who cares?
1: The pros versus the college. You, yeah. Separate
0: your them? fandom. I,
1: yeah. Quiddy right. yeah. Pay all day long. Like he he's like, he goes right. He's a motor, right? Like I would take him all day long. And if I'm the Browns and he's fallen to the 16, 17 spot, and you really want to address as we talk about area of needs, he might be worth going up and kind of going after. You know?
0: So, okay, let me ask you this. We've got, we're at 26. Okay. Quiddy Pay is available. Zavin Collins is available. J.O.K., Jeremiah Coromoa is available. Mm -hmm. and Greg Rousseau is available, and I'm going to throw another one at you. J.C. Horn is available. What do you do?
1: What do you pay? They clearly are investing in the defensive line, Mm -hmm. and that's where they, to your point, Allie, you know, the order of importance to the Joe Woods defense. I think they go with an edge guy, which, by the way, could turn into that guy that could be a day one starter for you. Like, I think that could be opposite Miles Garrett if he plays their cards right. Because I mean look let me if, ask
0: you this. I started my day with a question um, from from the doctor, as I call him. The doctor He asks me, he texts me. This is.
1: Guy is. I don't even know who this guy is.
0: Yes, the doctor. Um, so shout out to the doctor. He says, How many starters will the Browns draft this year? Now, before I before I straight up ask you that question. I answered it one way, and he answered it another way. Let's let's provide some context first. Starting at any point this season, hmm. not week one, because I answered it as all right. Who's starting day one, week one? Right, goal player. Totally no.
1: different. Right,
0: yep, yeah. to- totally different. Who who? How many? And we're gonna let's answer both. How many do they draft that starts at some point this season?
1: You have injuries, right? Those kind right. of
0: things. Right. That's what. Yeah
1: um i'm gonna go three mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and i'll tell
1: you the positions yep i'm gonna go linebacker
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm gonna go d line one of those players or could be a role person yeah. right um and i'm even gonna go offensive line because i think the browns may find some value late in the draft and the offense because you know we're talking to andrew barry here right he's pretty pretty he, he knows how to find and you can probably get some good tackles maybe third round, fourth round, Um, but injury, right? You just can't, I mean, look at, you just never know, right? Uh, We had some guys, you know, you just don't know. So I think probably a a D lineman, an offensive lineman and the linebacker position, I'm knocking on wood and I'm hoping the corners room stays healthy and the safety room stays healthy, but that's kind of where I think just because those to me, and we saw it not the year before and this year, people go down, you don't know. I mean, it's a tough position to play the line, right? I mean, you can twist an ankle. You know, who knows what you can do? Guy lands on you wrong and you're out three weeks. That's how I look at – those are kind of rough and tough kind of positions out there. So that's why I think offense, defense line, and then probably a linebacker.
0: Yeah, so – You know, it's just funny to be in a position where we can draft 26 overall and actually kind of hope that none of none of the people that we draft none of the guys that we draft are day one starters, because they don't have to be if you're going best player available on your big board, they don't have to be a day one starter. They can be a role player. Um, Should they start at some point? Sure. But your first, second, maybe third round at this point, they don't have to be starters. And that's just kind of coming in from a position of strength. And we're not used to saying that. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of weird. He asked me that. I'm like, oh, that's uh. I don't know. That's that's a question I've never answered before because previously the drafts are our Super Bowl. We say, oh, well, we need to have seven starters. Now I'm like, well, at some point during the season, I can picture maybe two, maybe three being a starter. Um, right. And they're all role players. And it comes down to injury and it comes down to circumstance. I, I don't think week one, maybe one, maybe one guy with an emphasis on maybe right? So yeah. I think if, if we're looking, I'm, I'm going to agree at some point, I think a linebacker will start. Let's just say they get a guy like Jay. Okay. Yeah. He, he's going to start. I mean, it, it's just, you're not going to keep him off the field um, or a JC Horn. You don't know what's going to happen with greedy. It could happen. Um, so I'm going to go corner linebacker. Let me take that back. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with linebacker defensive line whether that's defensive end or defensive tackle, uh, I'm, I'm going to go wide receiver. Um, and I say wide receiver, you've got you've got three day two picks. You've got a lot of guys that can fall into the second round that have a ton of speed, a, a ton of speed. Tutu Atwell, uh, uh, you know, you've got and the uh, there's so
1: many. No the-
0: Moore, there's so many. So I, I think at some point, yes, maybe a wide receiver will start. And I think
1: that is probably our healthiest area because yeah. of what- Something like obj getting hurt he's back i don't mm-hmm. see him getting hurt again you know i see these guys like higgins hodge people jones Lance. i mean like to me i think they could stay pretty healthy you know covid yeah. on wood won't be an issue but um
0: well the reason i say wide receiver isn't due to isn't due to injury what if we go out and we get a rundown more who's an absolute speedster well, what if just schematics we need, we need him to start one day, you know, just his absolute speed burner. You've got, you you need it out there. Maybe that's why. So I've, I'm going to go with defensive line linebacker and wide receiver. Uh, and then with a possibility of corner possibility slash probability of corner, but let's just say week one starters, how many do you have going starting
1: one edge? Yeah. So I go one in the in, in defensive edge. If some guy like to your point, like a, a a pay is available yeah you're Uh, not going
0: to keep him off the field
1: no a guy like that like that guy's you know he's i mean he could be a pro bowler you know in a few years like that guy's a a stud like yeah yeah, so but no if there's a guy like that i think i'm gonna go edge yeah
0: yeah, um, I'm going to go just defensive line overall. Um, I, I think you could get a defensive tackle if Christian Bearmore's there. Yeah, you, yeah, he could absolutely be a, a day one starter. Um, so defensive line in general, whether that's edge, defensive tackle, absolutely, I agree. That is the most likely, the most likely of having a, a day one week one starter there. It's going to be interesting, Dustin. It is going to be interesting.
1: That was fun, Ali.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I, I'm excited. Um, we can
1: have a show, by the way, guys, just so you know. Four hours with four parts to the series.
0: I know. I, I'm i looking at the time now. We've got five minutes. I won't <laughs> shut up. I can, keep going. I can keep going. But I won't. But I won't. Um, we'll save it for next week. Always. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Dustin, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up um, real quick before we do so. Uh, have you caught any of the uh, the March madness that's going on out there?
1: Yeah, so yeah, my bracket on the one side's pretty good. I took, you know, I live out here in the west. Um Gonzaga looks like they're men playing among children right yeah, now. <laughs> um, so um I uh I have uh them. Uh I will not talk about the oral Roberts and all. Yeah,
0: let's not. Let's not. We don't have to do that.
1: Yeah, we, don't, we don't want to get into that. Nope. Um Michigan going down, that was kind of an interesting, you know. Um, UC, am i correct the yeah. 11th seed ucla is that correct yeah, that's correct in the final four one of only few times this has ever happened i believe
0: uh-huh. yep, so that's correct.
1: that'll be interesting i don't know how much further they make it like i think that's kind of the dance i think
0: form. it's the end of it for them yeah
1: um are they taking on baylor or or is that gonzaga taking um
0: it? yes or no i'm sorry ucla is taking on gonzaga
1: yeah so there it's yeah done. that's
0: the end of that <laughs> and then
1: we got baylor and who on baylor there? and houston yeah Houston's sneaky like Houston's a little sneaky like they play good defense I could see them getting into the finals but Mm -hmm. Baylor's pretty damn good Baylor's pretty damn good
0: I'm gonna go with Baylor here so uh, not to not to brag but uh, we filled out a bracket for like at work Um, everybody everybody in the company had a we entered a ESPN pool thing Um, so I was just going through and checking it off like I do every March well, I, I hadn't even checked it because I just figured it was busted, like <laughs> busted. So I haven't even been watching it. Well, I get a I get a call the other day from my boss. And he's like, hey, how are you leading like the company with your bracket? I'm like, what are you, what, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I get on and I check. Yep, I'm in first place. So-
1: Is there a prize?
0: I don't know. Good question. I'm going to have to find out. Hopefully, hopefully there's something.
1: I hope they give you like a- Yeah, they
0: better give me something. Um, No, but I checked. I'm like, oh, well, that's interesting. Well, now I'm competitive as hell.
1: Yeah, we have one in our company as well, Allie, and we get like a $500 uh, happy hour for our our company, like locally here. Uh And our guy, he's going up against another person. Um, What's interesting about where we live, uh, Boise State now has the former associate athletic director of Baylor now running the athletic department. And he's been kind of bragging up the Baylor Bears around town, like, come on, guys, the Baylor Bears are going to win this thing. Yeah. So
0: I don't know. So I've got um, I've got Gonzaga winning all of it, um, but at this point, I'm I thought it was busted to hell and back, which it kind of is, but.
1: How many, how many people? I'm impressed by that. How many people were in put a bracket in i'm just curious well,
0: uh, uh quite a few so oh, man,
1: Allie, like, there's probably would you say yeah, yeah he
0: told me my boss calls me he's like how are you doing that i'm like oh it, it's pure luck like don't get me wrong it's pure luck right. and then he was like no when when um that when luck becomes like habit it's a skill right. I'm like, yeah i don't know i just have a sports podcast i just kind of keep up with it so. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I with grain salt.
1: Well, and you play basketball too let's not be
0: i do <laughs> love basketball so We'll see. I'll keep you guys posted, but uh, right now, for Allie's bracket and for Ali's pride, we got to have Gonzaga win. Sorry, UCLA. Um, and we've got to have Baylor win. Sorry, Houston. And then that's, Gonzaga winning all of it. So it's going to be interesting. It's gonna that's be a interesting.
1: high probability, Allie, that those two could be in the finals.
0: Yep. I'll keep you guys posted. But Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening?
1: No. Um, Allie, we'll get into this a little bit more, but uh, fans, we're going to come to you from Cleveland. Heck from yeah, the- we
0: are.
1: We're going to get that invite out so you can all come and see us uh, four weeks from today, Allie, literally four weeks from tonight. Um, yep. We'll be in Cleveland and obviously many Cleveland fans are excited about the NFL draft that will be coming to them uh, to our city, our, you know the city of Cleveland. and we're going to be great hosts uh, and invite all NFL fans of the city of Cleveland. We're so,
0: absolutely excited. so yes, please please come join us. Uh, we will be doing a live podcast from Cleveland. Uh, come join us, come jump on the show. We'd love to, love to speak with you um so yeah more information to come on that we'll release that as uh, we get closer to that and we've got an invite coming at you maybe tonight so we'll keep you posted on that front Um, uh, so uh guys with that please 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 stay safe stay healthy and as always go browns
1: go browns